0: Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's the football podcast, the Riverside Roundup. We're talking uh, Middlesbrough football, but not just Middlesbrough football, there's other football. So, uh, you know, there's that. Uh, join myself and uh, the host himself, Mr Williams, as we talk football, what's been going on in the last week, what happened in the games last week and what we think is going to happen in the games coming up this week. If you're watching us on YouTube, uh, do subscribe because it helps the channel, that's big help all around. And if you're just listening to us, then subscribe on either iTunes or SoundCloud. So here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the Riverside Roundup Boom Shackle and we're off. So, mm. let's go a little. Little wet of the whistle, little whistle wet. Um, it's football time. It's not football time. It's time to talk about football. Um, I'm here, the host with the most. Mr. Paul Williams is also here to take us through the muddy waters that is football, with uh, with the, the 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 Riverside Roundup talking uh, Middlesbrough and other such footballs um are you, are, are, you, are you starting to to find uh, an intro cuz uh i don't know can we recycle the intro
1: try it out you mean
0: go on go on try using the old intro but with the new name see how it feels Welcome along, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Oh, I see what you mean. Well, welcome along, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to this show that, well, as, as the first couple of weeks of, uh, of show, never ends. It might go on, you know, holiday for a week or so, it might, you know, have a little break just to sort of, you know, recharge its batteries, but Generally, it'll stay around, uh, and that is the Riverside Roundup I
0: can't oh, wait. At you. I can't wait for the week where you go on holiday and I have to get a guest presenter.
1: In. <laughs> you just have to like, you just have to like put an advert out at work and just say, "wanted, Borough fan,
0: please." <laughs> so it'll be Lewis then.
1: Hey, <laughs> yeah, he does his stuff. Does his stuff, that kid.
0: I'll tell you, get them on, get them on, guest Guest. Uh, supporter, tell you all about it. We'll
1: see what happens. The
0: doors are firmly open to guests. Um, so yeah. As is the way, as is the way of things on the, uh, the Football Flavoured podcast, we like to find out if we've missed anything since we last convened in a segment that we like to call... This week in football. It's weird isn't it. Because. we It's called this week in football. But we're always looking backwards. So it, it should maybe be called last week in football. But then a lot of stuff happens like. number of times we've been like. Oh in the last 45 minutes. This has happened. Or sometimes we're like. Well we're just waiting for this game to finish. So we can write the score down. So it, it's a bit. But it is a segment that has a name and that name is This Week in Football. Mr Williams, what can you tell us about This Week in Football?
1: Well, as I'm, as I'm, as I'm looking through the, the resource that, that is always handy, um, not not a great deal. Not, not, not a lot. I mean, there was... There is something that has has been discussed today, which should in theory be very big. Now that is, I think we might have mentioned this a few weeks back, but apparently today the Premier League has voted and has become the first competition to approve permanent concussion substitutes.
0: Ah, yes, we did discuss this.
1: So, I'll go through the full Sky Sports article, I suppose. Premier League becomes first competition to approve permanent concussion substitutes at the shareholder vote on Wednesday. Teams given two concussion replacements in addition to their three regular subs in each game. Rule change is part of IFAB trial. The Premier League is voted to reduce permanent concussion substitutes these will be able to permanently substitute players who are diagnosed with or suspected of sustaining a, con- a concussion during a match once a trial is confirmed. There's no set date for implementation at this stage. Both sides in each game will have two such replacements available as well as their three regular substitutions. So obviously it's just an idea at the moment, but it's obviously something that's there and that they're really happy to bring it in it's something that's probably been needed for the last 10-15 years at least Um, I think it's a rule that they brought in in cricket within the last two years Um, because that was another sport where if you were say for example if you're designated as a bowler and you get injured in the game you can have a replacement fielder that can come on and take your place, but he can't bowl. So, now, they have a situation where if you get a concussion and you're a bowler or a batsman, you can have a replacement player will come into the team and take your position and be able to either bat or bowl on your behalf. So they basically just become a replacement in the squad in the same section as you previously. Would. Um, so I could say it's something that's been needed in football for a long time.
0: In um, in so, cricket, are those concussions mostly from cucumber sandwiches, or uh, or is it from drinking too much tea? we
1: anyway, done? I knew, I knew it, it? As soon as I, as soon <laughs> I mentioned as soon as I mentioned cricket, I knew you'd be on the offensive.
0: Ew. Ew. Is it just Ew. the the people there, and they they're literally slipping into the coma while they stood there, and then they're <laughs> But they're stood up, and they fall back, and they bang their heads on the ground, and then that's it—concussion. If a coma wasn't bad enough, concussion protocol on top of it.
1: So there you go. So I think I think they're probably one of the last sports to implement it. Um, this uh, this concussion ruling. So it's long overdue, but fingers crossed, it'll. Um, you'd like to think that the Premier League will set a precedent and the, the Football League will just fall in line with that um, hope so, Yeah, so further down the pyramid, so hopefully it's something we'll see in the uh, Football League before too long. Um, other than that, nothing, nothing much that I can think off the top of my head really, there's no... Any
0: hirings no you know, and firings?
1: Certainly not in the UK or in the Championship. Um, no signings of note from Borough. That was going to be so, my next question. And they haven't sold anyone. So, been a bit quiet on the uh, on the Western Front, so to speak.
0: As I always say, it's a quiet time of year anyway for pretty much everything. So, for, for stuff to be happening, it's unlikely not impossible I'm sure but uh, yeah it's a, it's a generally a quiet time here anyway yeah there you go that,
1: that's basically wow. this week
0: there we go then
1: sure
0: and sweet. what it does mean is that uh, we're jumping straight over to the book then to talk about um, I mean obviously to talk about how much money we've won in the last week um, to talk about how it is that the only time I don't pick people to score is absolutely the time that they are going to score, uh, and to see how the predictions that we made uh, for the last set of games panned out. So we're going way back in the book, it's, uh, it's at least a page away, and our first game to discuss is Middlesbrough versus Birmingham City. Uh, now then, both you and I were ve- we were very much in the same mindset on this game. I believe this was one where I gave you the opportunity to go first or second. you chose to go first. I'd already made my picks. and in doing so we ended up with not only the same score prediction, but uh, one of the uh, one of the goal scorers was the same as well. Mr Williams, how did that pan out for us?
1: Uh, the, less, the less said about this game, the better, mm. really. So, from, uh, on paper, a very comfortable home uh, home victory for Middlesbrough turned out to be anything but, sadly. Uh, and a thumping home win was uh, reduced to a... Very unsatisfactory one-nil away win for Birmingham. Sadly, um, the goal scored by Scott Hogan. Um, and just to rub things in even more, uh, it was accompanied by a man of the match performance from ex-Middlesbrough player George Friend. Wow! <laughs> just what are you going to do? Just... Yeah, just stick in the knife in old Georgie boy, but. To be, to give, me, to give him credit, he didn't put a foot wrong all game. He was magnificent. More's the pity, obviously, his uh, his last couple of appearances for Borough weren't of a particularly high standard. Sadly, um, and there was a picture which did the rounds on the on the Twitter and the social medias and stuff like that at the end of last season, where I can't remember the last home game that Borough played against was. It might have been Cardiff. Um I think off the top of my head, I think that sounds about right. But the uh, they lost the game <laughs> lost the game one nil. Um know, I'll make, it might not have been one nil, but said they lost the game and there was a picture of obviously in the riverside completely empty as was the uh, as was the way. Um because it was during the pandemic. Um and there was just a picture of George sat on the bench just basically looking sort of a bit forlorn and as if to sort of say it, it, the picture that painted a thousand words so to speak but it just looks as if he was sort of like saying well it's not how I imagined my time at the Riverside would have ended um, but yeah, great servant for the club um, one annoying stat that, 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 that did flash up was that uh, he left the club on Two
0: hundred and ninety nine games. Hmm. I mean That's annoying. Yeah, they couldn't have squeezed one in somewhere. Got an out for a friendly or something.
1: He left he left the club because they'd only offered him a one year extension to his contract. Whereas Birmingham were offering him a two year deal. So I think in all fairness. It probably was the right time for him to move on. He was he was a step slower than he'd been pretty much at any other point during the during his career. It was obviously a Sunderland because he's getting older. Um, at the time, he was basically the club's only only left back. Really, um, he's since been replaced, obviously, with Mark Baller, who they had signed last season, but he didn't really fit in to the uh, to the shape and things like that so he was he was sent out on loan so it was it fell on George to be basically the only left back um in the squad I mean we did have Hayden Coulson and Marvin Johnson at the time but um he was he was out and out with the first choice left back um but yeah he was offered a two year contract at Birmingham more security for himself more security for his family so he, he was uh, perfectly uh, entitled to uh, to act upon that and sadly his time at the Riv came to an end. So obviously he was back in familiar surroundings on on Saturday and uh, used it to his full advantage. So yeah, disappointing. 1-0 home defeat. First team to beat the Borough of the season since Norwich. So Mm. Watching it, it was was live on Sky as well, watching watching the game you could just tell within the first sort of 20-25 minutes that the tempo just wasn't right. They hadn't really got it going any point during the game, and watching it, I, there was more than one occasion where I just looked at it, just watching it, I was like, yeah, we are going to score today, and then as soon as Scott Logan scored, you kind of knew it was game over, beat the bar towards the end of the first half, that was really the closest it came to scoring, um, made a couple of changes at half time, Britt came on for the second half, had a really good chance to score. Just after the second half started,
0: but uh, managed to turn that and put it wide, and then the game just sort of petered out, really. So disappointing. I mean, that's one of them, isn't it? it's a it's a shame, uh, shame, shame to have a loss. Um. So, moving on, moving on up, moving on down. Uh, we've got a blast from the past. In our yeah, it's the next change, it? Yeah. So, um, all the way back in the in the first episode of the Riverside Roundup, we discussed um, giving Borough a bit more airtime as it was uh, solely a Middlesbrough based podcast. And then um, the cogs started turning, and conversations were had about maybe adding in some uh, some other games to just round it out a little bit weirdly enough at the point in time that we started it just so happened that the game we picked to predict was nottingham forest versus millwall and the ghost of former presenters or hosts was in full effect looking at the score it's like it was it was predicted from the past somehow Mr. Williams, what was the score in the Forest Millwall game?
1: Well, like you've said, it is uh, it's almost as if the uh, previous co host,
0: the previous was, occupant, yeah, was very much in the room,
1: um, which is weird because he didn't even support Millwall, so, but yeah, he gave him a goal
0: anyway. He gave him a goal anyway. Um,
1: And, uh, yeah, so Nottingham Forest taking home all three points with three goals
0: and a 3-1 home win. Yes, I see here written down in my book that uh, Amiobi had two of those three and Yates had the third and uh, Thompson scored for Millwall. Now, do you know what? Uh, I had absolutely zero faith in Forrest. Which worked out well for me. Because I predicted a 1-0 uh, win for Millwall. And I didn't get the goal scorer. So, you, sir, had more faith than I in the Forest boys. And you were so close to getting that score bang on. You went for a 2-1 win. Unfortunately... Out of the four possible goals and the three possible goal scorers, none. Um, You thought that Grabham was going to get back on form or uh, Teddy Bradshaw. Uh, (laughs) So, just just one point there for you, I'm afraid. Um, Speaking of... Nottingham Forest. And. Speaking of Middlesbrough. If only there was a way. That we could take those two teams. And and push them together. In some kind of. Gladiatory. Fight to the death. On a football field. In like 90 minutes or something. Oh wait. There it is. So that's uh, that's exactly what happened. Uh, The Forest boys. Took on the mighty borough. I believe it was merely a couple of hours what, an hour ago or something.
1: Well, 7pm. 7 7pm. 7 Greenwich Mean Time. So uh, yes,
0: and a, a, uh, m- a mean time it was.
1: Exactly. The date the podcast horribly. kickoff was less than three hours ago. So.
0: Indeed. Um, can you tell me what the score in that game was?
1: Andrew, I can indeed tell you the score of that game. It finished. Nottingham Forest, one. Middlesbrough, two.
0: Now here's the thing. Because um, full-time podcast listeners, and by full-time I mean they're there, they're downloading every episode, they're getting involved in every YouTube video and they're subscribing while they're there. No... That at the same, at the same time, on the same day, there's two podcasts released. There's the NFL podcast and there's the football podcast. And whilst the NFL podcast was being recorded, this man here was looking at two points out of this game. A minimum of two points. Because I could have got some goalscorers. Obviously I didn't, but you know, we'll get to that. But no, the the dirty forest had to screw it up for me bitches um it was 2-1 um, unfortunately for me uh, also unfortunately for you but we'll get to that um i had a lot of faith in the borough 2-0 not to be do get a point for a win you you sat firmly on the fence a little draw in your uh, in your eyes but here's where things get interesting. So I was saying uh, I was saying before, I only like to pick people to score goals when they're not going to score goals. And then I like to flip it on its head and not pick them when they do score goals. So the one week where I'm like, it's not Brit's time, is going to get the goal this week. And uh, has anybody ever seen me not put Hogan down to score for Birmingham City? Uh, Who scored all of the goals, Mr Williams? Go.
1: Well, the scoring was opened by ex-Nottingham Forest striker, Britt Asombalonga. It's the first time that he scored in... Four. More. The first time he's played, the first time he's scored against him in eight attempts. So all he needed was just no fans to be in the stadium and he would get his goal.
0: <laughs> get it done.
1: So yeah, so it was an opener for Brit of Middlesbrough then took a commanding two-goal lead when George Savile popped up in what can only be described as acres of space um to uh smash in the second one watching it on the uh on the sky sports news feed i was a bit annoyed because uh it would have been right in front of the away supporters that second goal so it would have been going um what's the phrase um batch it crazy and all that uh so coasting nice and easy cruising at 2-0 but in the 93rd minute, the hammer comes down. And we're in for a nervous last five. And it was uh, MB So who uh, notched a goal for the Forest Boys.
0: Rubbish. So, yeah. Uh, what's interesting there is I took a point for getting uh, a winning score for the Borough. Uh, but somebody... ...did pick Savile to score... ...so there's a point for you as well... ...everybody gets points... ...anybody who's got a great memory... ...at this point in time... ...will cast their mind back and think... ...hang on a minute... ...pretty sure there was another game predicted... ...pretty sure you boys... ...have a lot of uh, predictions around Blackburn Rovers... ...versus Swansea City... ...and you'd be right... You you ...you have a great memory... ...unfortunately... As I can hear it right now. It is absolutely. Weeing it down. And uh, what that means. Is that the match was postponed. Due to a waterlogged pitch. Waterlogged pitch. So uh, we've got some peas in the book. Peas in the book. What that means is. No surprises here. Uh, Mr Williams. Your combined number of points for the week. Is 2. Just one point for me. So uh, so you, you've won the week. But as is the way with these things, those games, they're in the past. They're done. There's nothing we can do to change those scores. But these games are in the future. And we can predict some new games. Now then, there was a little bit of a, an issue to ensure my uh, learned colleague will cover off. When picking games to predict. Because obviously it's very easy when you go, what's Borough's next game? Just write that down. But then when you go in on our system of picking other teams to predict. It gets a little muddy when when those teams don't play. So let's talk about the first game. And the first game is... One of the postponed teams going up against the Mighty Borough. Middlesbrough versus Blackburn Rovers. As is the way, I have already written a prediction in the book. Whether it's right, who knows. So, would you like to go first or second? Well,
1: Andrew, I will go first. Do it. And I will set the pace shall we say.
0: You're the pace car, let's do that.
1: So, Middlesbrough versus Blackburn Road, as you say. It's a game live on Sky. Mm. Not that that will mean anything. But I will go for a 2-0 Middlesbrough home win.
0: Yeah. Sounds familiar, that prediction. Who's scoring Demdare goals?
1: I think Britt will continue his run of form. Yeah. And... What more? will get the second...
0: Uh, brilliant! I could have literally just gone eh, 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 all the way along there, because uh, any, anybody want to guess what my prediction on this one is? Is it a two-nil uh, Middlesbrough win? Is it? You see, I've gone the other way around. I've gone Watmore and uh, Brits on block and get to score. Well, that'll be the tiebreaker. Absolutely.
1: Depending on which way the scorers go.
0: <laughs> so, we've got all the games that don't involve Middlesbrough. Correct. The game so, that we've gone.
1: Well, I was going to say, as we discussed last week, the, the format we're adopting moving forward is that we will take the team that Borough are due to play in their next game so therefore we'll do a little bit of a prediction and that gives us in theory a little bit of form to then guide us in our next prediction for the next game however Rotherham managed to get themselves dumped out of the FA Cup in the the third round classic Um, and they do not have a fixture this weekend that we could find anyway no, don't. No. Therefore, Rotherham game doesn't exist, can't be picked. So, we have adopted the Stuart Woodmancy principle, which was given to me on the text by Mr Woodmancy the other day. Indeed In which, because Middlesbrough were knocked out of the FA Cup by Brentford, we will pick up the Brentford game in the FA Cup. And then the winner of the tie will then provide a fixture, potentially, the next time there's a game low, or to say, if we get to FA Cup fifth round, and Leicester have gone through, for example, on a weekend where the Borough don't have a game, or the next opponent for Borough doesn't have a game, we will pick up once again, and we'll do the same with them. We'll do the Leicester game or the Brentford game in place of the next pick. Love so, it. as it stands, I will take Brentford 1, Leicester 3 as my prediction.
0: Okay. Who's scoring them goals?
1: Now, this is where I'm going to need to do a little bit of digging, because I did see tonight that in the Brentford game earlier with Luton, there was a couple of cards, couple of, there was a red card, for even Tony
0: No
1: will miss. He will miss the next game, no. I believe. So, you might want to uh, yeah. change that book, Andrew.
0: I'm not happy about that.
1: I will go with Sergi Canos to score.
0: Canos.
1: And then for Leicester I will have Madison Barnes and Vardy. And if you want the bet, Andrew, oh, yeah, Middlesbrough two nil is ten to one. Leicester three one is twelve to one, giving me a double of one hundred and
0: forty two to one. Wowzer! I like that. Um, I've gone a little, I've gone more than a little bit the other way on this game. Um, I absolutely can't use my goal scorer. That's for sure. Uh, I went with a Brentford two one. So I had to flip it on its head. Uh, I had actually gone for Tony to score both of the Brentford goals. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, yeah. Who's going to be? Uh, who's going to be back? Who's going to be uh, scoring them goals? Then? <laughs>
1: Can't help you, mate. Can't help you.
0: Uh, I was looking back. I was looking back through the book, and every time. Brentford comes up, it's like, Tony. In fact, there's a week from the previous podcast. Oh, let me see. Ah, yeah. Uh, In fact, it was Nottingham Forest versus Brentford that just says, Tony, Tony, Tony. And I'm pretty sure... Yeah, the other one is uh, is your one, so I'll just I'll just have to go with that because I'm getting nothing from the book. Uh, I know, uh, for both. Fuck okay. uh, it. And uh, Vardy for the for the Leicester goal. Very nice. So your
1: bet, yes. Obviously, Middlesbrough two 0 again. is ten to one. Brentford two one is fourteen to one. Giving you Andrew
0: a double of one hundred and sixty-four to one. It'll be uh, it'll be making it rain if that comes in. So we've predicted them their games. Let's now double back to talk Middlesbrough football. And as we were saying, talking about Rotherham not getting a game. Well, in actual fact, they're getting a game right now. Going up against Middlesbrough. Um, let me tell you what I see here, so that so that you can get a taste for things to come. Um, I've gone with a 1-0 Middlesbrough victory. I've gone with Chubba to score. There you go. I like it.
1: I'm, I'm, gonna go it's three, it's three, I'm going to go big.
0: Three one. Three one.
1: I'm going to go for four nil. Wow. Four nil.
0: great Hat trick, yeah. Just a two two just two okay tap yeah
1: absolutely and uh, I'll stick me down for Marvin Johnson
0: ooh boss from the past okay well there, is, there are some big numbers right there I'd love to see what the, uh, the, what, the what the bookmakers have for that one but that is not sadly,
1: well well sadly I can't do you any bets because it's not in there it's not in there for the next week
0: sadly and I'm guessing if that game's not in there this one definitely won't be um, our last prediction it's nothing to do with Middlesbrough but it is to do with a uh, uh, with two teams that have already been mentioned this evening Swansea City taking on Brentford uh, again I will tell you what I've gone with. And see, this is where we get to play. Does this player actually play for the team? So I've gone with a 0-1 to, to Brentford. De Silva. Don't think there's any problem with that. I believe he's still there. There you go. So whether I win points from this game or not, I've, I've won a moral victory in being able to pick... Somebody that still plays for that team. I may have spoken too soon.
1: Oh, no, yeah, he's still there.
0: Ah, there we go. He's still there. You had me worried for a second.
1: So, I will go with 1-1.
0: Okay.
1: I will have low to score for Swansea. Low, 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 low. I think Tony might be back <laughs> from his invention, so I'll go for Tony.
0: Well, there we go. That, and in fact, this. Signifies the end of said predictions, and uh, yeah, that's that's what we think is going to happen in these here games. If, So, this is one where I need to do the kind of the Ace Ventura inhalation of of. If you think you can take us on in the predictions, feel free to contact us via. Twitter, Instagram, email, any of that. You can get it all from the website, cookiecast.com. If you're like, do you know what? I reckon my team is good enough to get on the Riverside Roundup. And you want to put your team up against what Middlesbrough is going to do over the next week, couple of weeks, month. Get a little bit of friendly competition going, seeing what your team does. Versus what Middlesbrough does, get a little bit of a table going. You want to put your team up against Middlesbrough, make it real interesting. Maybe get a little bit of money on the side. <coughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Say no more, say no more. Drop us a little line. Do that through Twitter, Instagram, email, carrier pigeon, postcard, smoke signal, or just scream at the scream at the screen, and we will hear you. Sir, or indeed, madam, we are an equal opportunity podcast. Um, now then, f- the final part of the podcast uh, is where we talk about like business of any kind, also known as any other business. <clears throat> no,
1: there actually no. isn't not a bean
0: not a bean nothing well there we go that is uh, that is as they say in the business that is that um, good luck to you and your team sir good luck to me and my team and this is my team and team team Riverside Roundup I'm going to get a t-shirt made up and everything get a scarf one of them clackers yeah with a the, with the name down the side or want something like where you spin it and it makes the word. That'd be a good one. Merchandise, isn't it? That's the next step.
1: Hats, like t-shirts,
0: it. scarves. Wear them at the game. Well, thank you, sir, for uh, steering this ship through these muddy waters and uh, until what is almost definitely this time next week, I'll say thank you very much and I'll see you then. Goodbye. So there you go. What do you think of that? Another one done. It's going. Uh, it's going well. We're getting a format going because we're in smooth. I like it. YouTube watchers, if you could subscribe, it'd be amazing. Be a big help. And uh, if you're just listening to us, then uh, subscribe on either iTunes or SoundCloud. Everybody jump, jump over to thecookiecast.com. There's ways of getting in touch with us, whether it's uh, social media or you can <laughs> drop us an email. So that's it for this one. Until next time, I'm going to say bye and I'll see you then. Bye-bye.